All right. All right. So is it – have you started it or – Yeah, we're live. Oh, we're live right now? Yes, we're on. Like an introduction already? Not that I – I don't think I need one, but <laughs> – No, I haven't done the introduction yet, but uh, yeah, I'll quick, I'll quick uh, give one. Okay, cool, um, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, anyway, uh, folks, we're back. Sammy Hour. I look, I know I took December off. Uh, crazy month at finals. I won the two episodes, but yeah, I said to myself, uh, we'll come back strong 2022. So uh, that's what I'm doing. If you haven't seen my story, I'm going to try to do two episodes a month. Looking forward to really growing the show. You know, this feels right. I'm happy to be uh, recording episodes again. But today's guest is uh, someone I went to high school with, someone who really blossomed after high school. Um, without further ado, Matt Anspach. Am I saying that right? Is that how you pronounce your last name? That's right. Yeah, you're, you're, you're one of the few that, that gets it right the first time. Um, there we go. Well, Matt Anspach, welcome to the Sammy Hour podcast. Glad glad to be here. So how long have you been doing this podcast? Um, Let's see. I've been going since uh, May 2020. May 7th, 2020 to be exact. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So a couple of years, right on. Yeah. Right on. Yeah. And I don't. It's going to be two years in like a couple months, which is it's crazy. I never thought it was going to last that long. Really? Did it, did it start as like a... Uh... Just some something maybe because it was during the pandemic, right? Where you just like, hey, maybe I should start this up, see what, see where it goes. Yeah, you know, I was I was bored. I had no swim. I was in swim at the time. Swim got canceled. You know, I was hanging out with friends. Everything was online. So yeah, you know, I was watching a lot of podcasts on YouTube, and that's when I started really watching Joe Rogan Experience, which is my favorite podcast. Mm. And then uh, I said to myself, you know, I I could totally do one of these, but yeah, you know, I didn't I didn't know a way to go around it. I didn't know who to have on. And, you know, just through time and through, I don't even know what to call it, maybe luck, maybe fortune, you know, I uh, I found an app to uh, produce a show. And then I just took that first step. You, you have to take that first step with anything, you know, whether that's acting, whether that's you want to be an artist, whether you want to, you know, start a business. You got to take that first step, even if you don't know too much, because you're going to learn, learn, you know, stuff throughout the journey. So I had my dad on in that episode. It, it did really well. It had a lot of streams, had a lot of downloads. And I said to myself all right, uh, this isn't just a little joke. I can, I can keep yeah. this going. And then, you know, I did four episodes in that month of May, which was crazy. And then it was just such a great moment. I'll never forget it. And, that, and that's so true what you were saying earlier. You know, you didn't know. But if you never would have taken that, you know, initial step, you, how are you supposed to know if, if, you, never, if you never try? And, that, and, you know, that goes for, for anything. Yeah, and you know, so, 100%. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Uh, you know, because I kept saying to myself, oh, man – what if it doesn't go well? I don't really know much. You know, I'm just a, right. I'm just a 16 year old or 17 year old kid. You know, I don't know what I'm what I'm gonna do. And then you know, I just right. I silenced all that fear and I said, you know what, enough's enough. I just gotta I just gotta start it. And and I did. And I'm really happy I did it for sure. And you're young, not not that you know any anybody of all ages can start podcast and you know, but but this this is especially the time to try. You know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like you have so much more to experience and heck, you might end up not even liking it in three years, but by that time, but how old will you be in three years? Uh, I will 19 be 19 right 20. now or? Uh, no, I'm still 18. I'll be 21. Okay. I mean, it's like, and then you're 21 and it's like, all right, you know, find your next hobby or, or, you know, you've been with it three years and you love it and you're still going, you know? So that's cool. Yeah. That's really cool, man. Congrats on, yeah. on everything that you've been doing. Thanks, man. I really appreciate it. You know, I want to look back on life and say, you know, even if it didn't go well, at least I had fun. At least I got to influence people and, and make a difference in, in some aspect or another. True. And you're doing your passion. So I, I'm with you. 
Yeah, for sure. So uh, what are you doing these days, man? I know you graduated high school like four years ago or something like that. And I was like, I didn't really see yeah. you after that, but I kind of yeah. on Instagram, saw you grow. And I was like, you know what? He's got to be on the show. So here we are. Yeah. Sweet, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess I graduated from Bakersfield Christian. We went to BCHS uh, three and a half years ago now. Wow. But sometimes it feels like three and a half months ago, really. I mean, it, it's <laughs> you run into people. Three, and, and that's not even that long, but you run into people and you're like, wow, I just remember passing you in the hallway like <laughs> last week. Um, and I love to be CHS. Did you like be CHS? Yeah, it was a good experience. You know, mine was a little different at the end with COVID and everything, but I really made the, the best out of it with what I was given. Oh, right. Was that your senior year? Uh, see, COVID came along end of my junior year and we were online from all the way to my end of my junior year until like October, November, my senior year. But we oh, saw, like, tough. a lot of COVID stipulations. Like, I didn't have a water polo season. Uh, season yeah, I, no, I remember, I remember that. I, 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 mean, I mean, I remember when it started. I was like, wow, this – people in college, but especially the senior uh, – you know, the juniors and seniors in, in high school, anybody in high school, you know? It's, it's, yeah. That's, that's hard. That's really hard. Yeah, but, it was tough, but, you know, I made it through, and I, I started a podcast with it all. So, it's, it was worth yeah. it, I would say. Yeah. <laughs> no, totally. You, you lose some stuff, but then you can gain, gain other things in the long run. So that's true. Um, so, you know, I see you're acting. But, what got you into acting? Oh, I, Sam, I have always been a performer. My, my mom could attest to that since I came out of the literal womb of hers. Mm. Uh, <laughs> I would, I mean, you know, just since a young age, I'd be going into Starbucks smiling and waving at people and you know she tells me these stories and so and then by the time I can remember maybe six years old or so I started getting into sports I was actually really like an athlete before I got into um, acting and music and stuff like that but I think sports was also my gateway to perform um, later down the road you know playing football and scoring touchdowns was was a way to get people excited and, and, and be in the spotlight for a little bit and, and playing baseball and doing really well, you know, so those, they all kind of related with each other. Um, mm -hmm. But it did specifically happen. I want to say I was probably about eight or nine years old. Uh, one of my friends on a baseball team, I was playing in like summer league or whatever spring season and him and his sister were doing local community uh, theater at Bakersfield high school during the summer. Um, there were these workshops and there was like an AM workshop, which was you start at seven in the morning. And then there was another cast that did like a PM workshop. And I just, I was, I, I, I was shocked. I didn't even know such a thing. I was like, wow, you can get on a stage and sing and dance and, and, uh, and just perform for people. I mean, that sounds like the best thing ever. I signed me up. So it was, it was that summer where I signed up for my first musical at Bakersfield High School, and it was Susical the musical. Um, I was a monkey. I played. I played. They were called Wickersham Brothers. So I was like a dancing, singing monkey. But I was like having a having a blast, you know. And then yeah. at the same time, you know, I was maybe a year before, or around that same time, I, was, I picked up guitar. I was playing Guitar Hero a lot. <laughs> so that that got me into the seventies and eighties rock and roll music and then i'd right. watch these guys perform and and can we just say i mean music back then is just incredible especially watching it live it's just pure raw talent and i was so uh that whole, that whole world just really uh 
intrigued me. I was so mesmerized by the, by what these guys did with, you know, the creative outlet. And that led me to finding Michael Jackson and, and, and watch going to movie theaters and going, Oh, I want to, I want to do movies when I grow up. And um, I, you know, I think I just never lost that, that mindset, you know, uh, it's funny when you're, when you're young in an elementary school, right? Everybody goes, I want to be an astronaut when I grow up, right? I want to be a professional athlete. What do you want to do when you, I want to be a rock star. You know what I mean? Like everybody has all these big goals, right? And then mm-hmm. you get into junior high and high school and all of a sudden those goals, people, people start snapping their fingers and going, that's not realistic. And I think for me, I, uh, but it is. I'm cliche when it comes to all this stuff. I, I think anything's anything's possible that you set your mind to, that you're willing to work at. And I just never lost that uh, that momentum of wanting to just do what I absolutely loved. Because, like, why not do what you really have a passion for? And I guess that's where I'm at now. So you always, you always, I guess you could say you liked the limelight and you knew that you could you can make it in that entertainment world. And you found your outlets through, like, sports and then trying – things like plays mm-hmm. yeah yeah I mean it was really just ways for me to do what I was passionate for you know it was, it was it was what it was whatever it was whatever I could it's not really like this <laughs> I promise I'm, it's not like this narcissistic approach of like oh I just need the limelight on me it, it was just <laughs> I, I think I've always really just liked uh, um, making others feel good you know, I think I've always just kind of been that happy-go-lucky spirit and always, always being invested in others. And I think it also, there's that aspect of it, of, of, of being a performer. But then there's the other aspect of, I think it's my true uh, outlet to express who I am. Mm-hmm. And when I'm on a stage or when I'm acting, you know, it's, it's a facade in ways, but a lot of it is just being you, your authentic self. And any kind of art artist for whatever, um, you know, whatever industry it is can probably agree with that. It's really just an expressive outlet and, you know, who doesn't want to just be themselves and, and do what you love. And so that's kind of it for me. Yeah. You know, I 100% agree, you know, with, and, and sometimes, you know, when we're younger, we don't always know our passions. Like I, I always knew I like to make people laugh and, right. and talk and, and, and be a, a funny guy wherever I was and, and try to try to make people right. laugh and, and make people happy. And, you know, I didn't always know how to use it to my best advantage, you know, because in you know, middle school, I could be, you know, <laughs> disruptive sometimes. And then in high school, yeah. I could sometimes yeah. be disruptive. I mean, and believe it or not, actually, my senior year, I was I won Class Clown. And I, I don't know how I did that. <laughs> I mean, ha- like a little bit of the year was on COVID, but I, I, I try to make Zoom, the Zoom calls fun. So, That's you know, great. I tried. But, um, you know, when I was like uh, 16, 17, you know, when COVID first started, I, I was like, you know, I want to still, you know, make people laugh. I still want right. to try to make people happy. How do I do that? That's one of my passions. And through that, you know, I found podcasting too. And, you know, with that, podcasting has taken me to so many different lengths and different paths I would have never thought I would have ever crossed or even endured on, you know, like. Mm-hmm. Well, that's who you guess- are. Yeah, that's who, that's who you are. And I think if you, you know, you stay on that path to where you, if you, that's who you are, you know, where you think you're, you're going, you're going to end up 
in whatever it is that aligns with your authentic self, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, you got to be true to yourself. You have to know who you are and, and what your mm-hmm. skills and abilities are. And, and that goes for a lot of things, whether that's hobbies, whether that's making a living, or whether that's right. outlets. Like, for me, like, I like being active. It makes me feel good. I like, totally. you know, how it makes your body look, you know? <laughs> that's why I work mm-hmm. out. That's why I run. And there's sure. just so many different things that, that can help someone out. And also, not just help someone out, but I feel that someone can use to inspire others. Or whether that's me and podcasting, you and acting, or you and, and you know, being yeah. an artist. Yeah. Yeah, but, totally. um, there's a lot of elements to it and it all it all it all makes the goals and you know dreams worthwhile while I'm doing it oh for sure you know you don't want to keep going through the motions in life you know that gets boring that's mm-hmm. why you know when it came to like senior year and even even college when I was getting bored with like oh the same old school work study for a test have a quiz you know, every week or every other week or whatnot write a paper those mm-hmm. things get boring, you know, they, they get, they get monotonous and, you know, with something like a hobby, like podcasting, you know, it kind of, it kept me going. It kept me, it kept me happy. It, 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 totally. it offered something different than the boring aspects or aspects that we don't find fun in life. Sure. Sure. Hey, and some people find those things fun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> and that's, sure. that's great. That's, you know, that's, that's great. Some people make the most out of, out of those things that people like you and I just don't really love to do quite frankly. Yeah, and, you know, I salute them for it. They're going to be, they're going to contribute a lot to society, <laughs> you know? Right. Um, but are, are you, what are you doing in terms of um, being an artist? Like, are you a songwriter or are you, you know, making any content with that? How does that look? As far as music? Yeah. It's, it's, um, it's tough because I think my main goal right now is to, because acting is working. Um, yeah. it, it, I Just the system of acting is a little bit more uh, just, I guess I'll say legit in ways of step by step by step. Whereas, you know, when I first started, um, I mean, I was fortunate enough to get an agent through somebody who knew somebody who knew somebody, always that kind of story. And then, you know, you kind of go from there. All right, what's next? And well, I need some headshots. You know, a casting director can't book me if they don't know what I look like. Um, (laughs) I, I should probably put together a resume just like any other job, um, you know, you start wanting to putting to put an acting reel together. Uh, hey, let's go to acting class while you're doing this, right? Because you obviously mm-hmm. want to sharpen your your tools. Um, and so, anyways, to to uh, to answer your question, I haven't really found that with music yet. I mean, I write a ton. I have a ton of music um, in my bedroom. I, I will say, and I've been doing a lot of gigs over the years, um, public places from LA to Bakersfield. Um, but anyways, I think my ultimate goal right now is to keep going with acting. Obviously I'm still going to be a musician no matter what, whether it's performing at weddings here and there or, or just playing in my room. Um, I want to get that platform in acting and then hopefully cross over into music while doing that, you know, guys like Justin Timberlake are musicians and actors and Selena Gomez. I mean, it's a, it's a big thing right now. I mean, there's so many actors and then they start making songs. You're like, what the heck? I didn't even know they sing. So (laughs) that's kind of my, that's kind of my goal right now. Um, Just keep, keep moving forward with the acting. And then hopefully with that, the music just rises, you know, with it. Right. You know, it's all a journey. Like, you know, some people like I was, when you were saying that I was thinking of Post Malone, how he, 
became famous with you know obviously you know being a rapper now he's at, he's actually in some some movies too so it's it, it's all mm-hmm. it's all a part of the journey and it's not everyone takes the same journey too so totally totally but nowadays you know it's like a lot of it is like what what numbers are to your name mm-hmm. um as far as you know follower statistics and how many likes mm-hmm. you're getting i'm gonna say unfortunately i really don't love how that system is working um and that's why I do love the acting industry a bit more because they're going to most of the time go with the best actor that right. fits a job. You go to an audition, they get a feel for who you are. If they think you're right for the role, they're going to give you the role. If you don't get the role, you don't get the role and you get on to the next one next week. You know, it, it's, it's not simple, but it is as simple as that in a way uh, versus music. You know, there's artists that have to these days that, maybe have no social media following or whatever it is and they could have the best songs in the world but no one's going to hear them if what they don't have you know 500k plus tiktok followers you know yeah, I like see what you're saying i never thought that's that like that. well 100 i mean look at i mean just look look at look at the music from the you know 1900s before yeah. there was all this internet stuff mm-hmm. you, you couldn't bs your way followers or your your fan base on instagram and twitter you just had to make genuine good music Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) you had to be a good musician you know i think i think we can agree that there's some music that comes out nowadays and you're like wow how is this person famous (laughs) like like no no judge (laughs) all all the time all the time and no judge to them that's great man you've you've found your way to do it but it was much more of an organic process back in the day Mm-hmm. versus versus now and so i think that's kind of the one downside to this new age of entertainment um with music again although you know it has influenced acting a bit but i just find the acting industry to be a bit more raw right now and that's right. just kind of where my head's at um because i just want to be real you know what i mean like i i feel very real when i'm in this acting industry I have a relationship with my agents, the community, casting directors, and it's about the work in the long run. Whereas I think that's the thing with with music. It's not a lot about the work anymore. It's like, hey, are you waking up and posting three TikToks a day? I mean, I get asked that all the time. Like, man, like, how's your TikTok content? I'm like, honestly, dude, I posted some content uh, when the pandemic happened. Matter of fact, I did like every day. I ended up having a few viral videos. I got like 50,000 followers on on the app. Um, but, but no, it it was cool, but like, I I didn't want to wake up every day and worry about posting three more videos so Mm -hmm. I could get 5,000 more followers. I just didn't care about that. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. And people still ask me. Yeah. I was, I was just going to ask you like, have you ever, do you have a TikTok? And if you do like, have you ever thought about like growing it to get your uh, content out there with music? Yeah. Um, there comes the other aspect of of recording your music and that is that is really tough these days because um well it's expensive it's really expensive and if you if you you know because a producer doesn't really want to take you on if uh there's got to be some kind of cut for everybody Mm -hmm. uh but that's what i'm saying unless you do have two million followers on tiktok yeah i I don't care how talented you are let's record your music Mm -hmm. um so, so definitely the music part of it, 
I'm being very vulnerable on this side of it, but it's true. It's definitely been a lot harder for me and it's been a lot more frustrating because I do feel I've put in the work as far as in just being a musician. You know, I, the first thing I do in the morning is get up, drink coffee and play my guitar and I mm -hmm. sing and I write songs and I do a lot of that. But quite frankly, that doesn't really mean a whole lot of anything if, again, I don't have a million followers on TikTok. Uh, and because that's, that's just kind of how the, that's kind of how the system is these days. Mm -hmm. um, that's that's kind of unfortunate. You know what I mean? Like for someone who's let's say they're really talented, they have a lot of good content, but they just they can't get a good following. They can't grow their 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 name or their account on Instagram or on TikTok. You know how are they going to be known? Because everything is right. It, I mean, with that is someone who's let's say not as talented or you know doesn't take music as seriously, but they have a good following on TikTok or Instagram that person's other talents and that that just that person's yeah. accounts they don't align with each other they don't, they don't align, align with each exactly other they're gonna be eclipsed by the other person and that's unfortunate no it's it so it's frustrating but you know i don't want to be the guy who's like complaining about the whole situation and pointing fingers and well you know this person's better and i could be better like i'm not going to be that way you know that's good, I, that's good. I'm, I, I was just expressing you know, kind of the ins and outs of my perspective of it. Um, mm -hmm. Being a guy who's 22, uh, striving and, you know, and, and wanting to be, um, I don't want to say striving, but what, you know, just going down that entertainment path. Uh, there's, you know, it's not always what it looks like on the outside of it. And, you know, I think everybody mm -hmm. at the end of the day is just, is just working and wanting to be the best of themselves. And um, I think I've got a, pretty good thing going with acting right now which i'm really happy about i kind of lean one way and then go the other way you know like when acting's kind of not doing great i lean towards my music and then when music's not kind of going great i go back to acting so mm -hmm. i do balance. get the best of both worlds for sure for sure yeah, and i'm i'm you know i'm i'm thankful for that yeah that's important um you know that's when i want to ask you you know what was it like being a part of uh, god's not dead be the people because you know when people think of god's not dead it's it's a pretty famous movie franchise and you know if you will mm -hmm. i think that's the fourth one that you were part of like what was that what was that like oh so cool it was mm -hmm. i mean it was it was a dream really um you know i watched the god's not dead movies when they first came out you know yeah. when i was in high school before i even ever started acting so mm -hmm. i mean that kind of says a lot right there actually i just saw a friend and i hadn't seen him in a few years and he goes Yo, man, I don't know if you remember, but the last time I saw you and came to your house was like sophomore year in high school, and we watched the God's Not Dead movie. Remember that? And it, I go, oh my gosh, we did. We literally watched this God's Not Dead movie. And um, so, yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, you know, me, a Christian myself, you know, I went to a Christian high school in Bakersfield, and, you know, I was always set on wanting to go that path. And then, you know, three years of doing it and you end up in a movie franchise that, you know, you looked up to and, and love, and, you know, and now you're on set and you're flying out to go film it, you know? So it was definitely one of those things I was like, just, wow. And it was on, I remember I booked the job. Oh, you know what? My last like callback director session was on New Year's day of mm -hmm. last year. Mm -hmm. Um, so, and you know, with the pandemic was going on. Um, so it, it was, it was a really, it was a really fun time during that. And yeah.
just just yeah. a, just an overall blast. Yeah, you, now I kind of I want to watch it now. Um, you know, because I was when I was writing the questions last night, I was like, you know, he was a part of that, you know, God's Not Dead movie, the the newest one. And then I started, yeah. I, I googled it, and I was like, you know, I want to watch it. I want to see what kind of role he has. I want to see, you know, his character, but. Um, I mean, I have a couple more days I want to break, so we'll see. I'll, yeah. I'll probably get around to it sooner rather than later. But where was that? Where was it filmed? Was it in D.C.? No, we filmed it in Oklahoma. They did a lot of exterior shots in D.C. I know. Okay. I didn't. I didn't go to D.C., but we filmed in Guthrie, Oklahoma. It's a super, super, super small town, um, and it was. It's funny. It was like record-breaking temperatures there, as far as the cold. Uh, like there was, there was literally like no storm, um, when we were filming at one point, it was, it was, it was wild. Um, and, but you know, when you watch the movie, like it doesn't even look like that at all. You know, there are a couple parts where I'm outside in the movie and no one knows that I'm absolutely freezing, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, it was, it was fun. So yeah, we shot in Oklahoma and I, they did a couple other shots in LA I wasn't a part of, but I was in Oklahoma the whole shoot. So. Wow. How, how long were you over in Oklahoma for? It was short. It was about two and a half weeks. Okay. I think they shot the whole movie within like a month and a couple weeks or maybe, oh, wow. maybe less than that. And that's short. That's fast, dude. Yeah, it's fast. Well, it was, you know, it was during the pandemic and mm -hmm. their people are on a budget and they want to get things done as soon as possible. So. Did they, where they have you living? Were you like in a hotel or like a trailer at someone's house? How did that look like? Yeah. Yeah. Every, I mean, some of the other actors, like to be in an Airbnb, I was in a hotel, um, mm -hmm. as far as the other co-stars were. Um, but yeah, I mean, but besides, you know, where you're sleeping at night, you're pretty much on set day in and day out. You wake up at six in the morning, seven in the morning, Heck, sometimes earlier, and then you you get out like eight p.m. You know, wow. and you just and you go back, you eat dinner, and you go to bed, and you repeat. Um, and you did that for two and a half weeks. Just about. I did have to fly back um, once because I think somebody got COVID, so that kind of put our shoot to a halt for a second. Awesome. And then I flew back out. But yeah, yeah, when you were working, you you were working for sure. And how does I mean? So not, fun. Yeah, not to get too personal with a with it but how does that pay look like you know when you're when you're working from like per se 7 a.m to 8 p.m it's like over that's like 13 hours right there well the for the most part with like shows and, and movies and all that you have a contract before and you oh, already see, have you already have your set pay right which is which is good when you when you get a job in the acting industry you're doing pretty good it's just the that's the pitfall about the acting industry is you're not always working 99% of the time though you know they say if you're a working actor you know you're lucky um so it was yeah no it was it was great and you know meals that's about meals you know food that's that's the best accommodation that they do uh for the actors you know you get you get treated right so right you don't have to spend um, any money on food no yeah it's it's great everything is in your favor and all I got to do is do what I love and act like are you kidding me you know you sounds like sounds so. like the dream right there now this was filmed this this experience was um january of 2021 so a year ago right 
Right, yeah. And the movie it's... came out just in the October. So it was a super fast turnaround. Yeah. And what other pro- – were you working on any projects, like, acting-wise beforehand? I've done a few for sure because I've been doing it for about three and a half years now. So mm-hmm. I've done one of those – I think one of my my first job was a uh, – trying to think. It was one of those investigation discovery shows where it's okay. like a true true crime kind of show. Um, and then I did like a little YouTube show. Um, but something I've, I've been very fortunate to have as a job is I do a lot of voiceover. It's okay. called – it's actually called dubbing. So if you go to Netflix, you know, they have all these foreign shows any, anywhere from, you know, shows in Argentina, France, all over the world, right? Um, mm-hmm. Subtitles option. And you can also, like, choose what audio language you want in the show. So I wow. think for, like, Squid Games, right, the, the show that came out, people watched it like the English version, the English voices mm-hmm. dubbed over the original voices. And so I do a lot of that. And I've been doing that for about three and a half years, like shows from, um, again, like Argentina. Um, I'm trying to think. A lot of shows from Argentina. I do a lot of Spanish shows for sure. Um, uh, I think I've done a few French shows. Uh, yeah, so I've been doing that consistently for, you know, from when I started to, to now. So, and that's with Netflix. So it's, it's been great. That's awesome. I, I didn't even think about that, that, that being a job, but that's, that's actually a really cool way to, to act in a sense. Oh, totally. I mean, it helps you on your craft too, of just being in a studio and having to, you know, a lot of people think you just have to like go in and say the line, but you have to like <laughs> mimic every single action that the original character does. So mm-hmm. when one of the characters in the show is running downstairs and yelling at their sister to get back over here and stuff like that, I mean, I'm literally in the studio running in place, acting out of breath and yelling at my sister. Uh, mm-hmm. And while trying to match my lips with the actor's lips. So it's um, much more complex than people give it credit for. Oh, 100%. I mean, I, wow. I, I don't think people like discredit it. I just, no one really thinks about that. Yeah. I never thought about it. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> That's why I'm like, wow, this is really interesting. Never even thought about this. I auditioned for it thought I was doing like a cartoon because it said voiceover mm-hmm. um and so I remember going to the studio when I got the role though and they were like yo 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 yo, this is like real life acting this isn't <laughs> fi- this isn't finding Nemo and I'm like oh shoot yeah. okay I'm like all right this is a whole different ball game but no it's, it's super fun um same company I work with they're like Netflix's go-to I think for dubbing um so it's been a fun ride with that Interesting. Um, are you still, are you living in Bakersfield or are you living in LA? How does that work? I'm back and forth. Um, okay. So I actually, I'm still in school. I go to college at Cal State Northridge in LA. Oh, that's awesome. And I've lived on campus since freshman year. And so, but I'm a, I'm a, I'm a homebody. I love my fam. I come back quite a bit, um, but I'm, I'm back and forth and it's an easy drive. Yeah. No, for sure. Bigger soul to the valley is like two hours. Not even that, actually. It's like hour because once you hit Santa Clarita, like Magic Mountain, sure, you just it's cruise. like it's like 20, 20, 30 minutes after. So Yeah, unfortunately for me, I always run into traffic and it sucks. And yeah. <laughs> Where are you? <coughs> what was that? Where are you? 
Uh, I'm I live in Costa Mesa, which is uh, it's oh, yeah, like ten better. minutes. Yeah, it's in between Newport Beach and like Huntington Beach. It's in Orange County. Yeah. So I'm like three hours <clears throat> from from Bakersfield. I you know I'm here right now. I'm on winter break mm-hmm. still. Um, but you know I drove back. Let's see, uh, three weeks ago, and you know I thought it wasn't going to be that bad of a drive because I left a little early. And, you know, yeah. it, it always, always I run into to bad traffic and I was like three, it was more like three and a half hours, but. I was going to say, you're definitely hitting traffic. No oh yeah, what. for sure. For sure. Because I got to go right through the heart of LA. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it was yeah, no. and everyone was leaving, so. <laughs> I, I get to skip the heart of LA part, so I, I'm lucky for that. Mm, interesting. Um, so I'll start winding down. I just have a couple more questions. Um, where do you, or where do you want to be as an actor and what do you hope to accomplish as an actor? and in the entertainment industry? I think I just want to be a consistent actor who does good work. You know, just like anybody with any job. I just want to um, do good work, take on complex roles. Um, It would, it would be, yeah, I mean, I definitely, ultimately, a lot of, a lot of actors start out just doing TV shows and then they transition into movies. Um, I think I'd ultimately want to be, only doing movies but then again i think about it and there's just the enter the the industry offers so much to whereas and i would be happy on a sitcom or a drama show um so i think at the end of the day yeah i just want to do consistent good work um you know i really look up to guys like leonardo dicaprio right uh joaquin phoenix brad pitt Mm-hmm. all those guys where you know when they come out with a movie you're like you just know it's going to be great so you have to watch it it's a must you have to yeah and i definitely i definitely want to be the actor like joaquin phoenix you know when i before i even heard or no before joker ever even came out did you ever see that movie uh no i i didn't i never got to but i do know he was joker he, he swept the uh the award shows away he won best actor at every show that year and uh, oh, i did not know that but I, I mean, just knowing his work, I just knew when he was even cast as Joker that it was going to be so good. And mm-hmm. I think I just definitely want to be that actor, you know, who who's not afraid to just take on vulnerable and expressive pieces of work. And um, and then hopefully while, you know, while doing music, you know, and win a Grammy or something, you know, that'd be awesome. Yeah. I mean, you got your whole life ahead of you. You're, you're, are you, did you say you're 22? 22. Yeah. Gotcha. So, and I think the, the cool thing about it, the, the cool, but somewhat frustrating thing about it is you just don't even know what's going to happen. You just, mm-hmm. you never know. But that's what um, makes it fun too. Cause it's good to not know oh, yeah. the trajectory of what you're doing all the time. Yeah. And like I said, as frustrating as it is, it's, it's a thrill, you know, <laughs> because there's, there's something, something literally cool happens like every two weeks to a month in this industry. It may end up end up being a failure, or you know, but it's so cool the amount of things that the, the roller coaster ride that comes with you know being in this industry, and it makes it so exciting, frustrating but exciting. Um, so I'm 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 in it, you know, I'm in it for the long run. Right, you know, I'm rooting for you, and, and like like many things, it, it consist, consistency is important. You know, like with my podcast, it's I got to be mm-hmm. consistent where I have two to three episodes a month in order to see growth, in order to see 
you know, good audience engagement. And it's same with working out too. It takes consistency. And that, yeah. that translates to a lot of other areas too, like acting, you know, even being in other professions too. Cause I think consistency is something that's very underrated and it's not, yeah. it, it, it's not emphasized enough, especially when you're younger and you're in school. Well, you got to start. You got to stay consistent with it. Right. The, the start and being consistent are so important. A lot of people, I mean, people ask me, you know, the more I've done more work and stuff, um, they're like, Hey, like I kind of always wanted to get into acting and I'll have people just ask me, uh, you know, how do you, how do you stay away from, from the percentage of failure or, or how do you, how do you stick with it? You know? And I'm like, wow, failure is a part of every, every aspect of our life. Like whatever job it is, it's not even just acting. You know, that's part of it. Um, Sure, you get told no a lot more times in the acting industry, but I already knew that coming in. So, you know, I think it it comes down to knowing who you are, knowing what you're passionate for, and having a goal. And then with yeah. that, you know, you start it, you stay consistent, like we were saying. And uh, heck, I think you can do just about anything, you know? Right. I mean, there's, there's two quotes that come to mind as we were talking about this, like, I don't remember who said it. I don't, I, maybe it was Teddy Roosevelt. I don't want to quote him on that. But mm -hmm. anyway, the quote goes like, you know, believe in yourself, you're halfway there. Uh, when you believe in yourself, you know what you're capable of. You know, so it, true. You're, you're already halfway through the, through the process. And another quote so that true. I thought about was, you know, river cuts through rock, not because it's, it's stronger, but because it's consistent. Mm. And that's one of those quotes that you know, I, I had to write it down. And I, I look back on that because there's always going to be a, a barrier or a wall you know like rock yeah. or, or whatever that's going to seem impossible it's going to seem you know too strong or, or too sturdy to, to cut through but i mean through through being consistent through being smart through analyzing your options and and, and picking the right decisions i mean you can you can yeah. overcome that wall you know what i mean i'm a Only sucker for all it. those quotes <laughs> yeah i'm a sucker for all those quotes i believe all of them yeah me too because look at the look at the guys who write them they're, 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 they're the ones they're the ones who did it, yeah. you know, and, but that's, a, that's another interesting topic is I think, especially coming from a place like Bakersfield, a lot of the people think that these guys are untouchable. Like what they did is untouchable. Oh, right. Sure. Um, like they, they look at Tom Cruise and like, well, there's only one Tom Cruise. Like, <laughs> actually there's a, there's a lot of other Tom Cruises you just don't even realize, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, who followed in the, those footstop, footsteps. It's like McDonald's. Like people think like McDonald's just like kind of popped out of nowhere and is, is what it is today because that's just what the world did with McDonald's. Like McDonald's had a starting point and they were nothing at one point too. Yeah. You know, there, there's, and that, you know, I, I, I think obviously you, someone like you and me, you know, realize that and we're optimistic and, you know, we're not naive, but we're realistic and optimistic with, with, you know, how, just in general, like what, what you think, what the, the opportunities are endless with anything, you know, yeah, it, I, I, if someone I can do it, you. you can do it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like I 100% agree with you. Like I look at Joe Rogan experience, you know, his podcast is now the most streamed and like downloaded podcast in the entire world. Everyone, like yeah. when you say Joe Rogan, most people are going to be like, oh, the podcast dude or the UFC dude, like he's made a name for himself, but he's really grown yeah. himself through the podcast and grown 
when people think of the podcast and he's really grown that industry because of what he's done. And I say to myself, like, you know, he started out simple, like his first episode, <laughs> he recorded on his computer, like in his like, like yeah. garage or, or office somewhere. And now he has like a nice studio in, in Austin, yeah. Texas. And I, and that I use that as motivation because I look at myself, you know, I've, I've recorded in various spots, you know, I've, I've recorded in dorm rooms where I've had a little setup or right. a communications lab at my college, or even, you know, I, I go to the mission and I use the conference room upstairs and I've set up a nice studio up there before, but I say to myself, you know, through consistency, through work and, and really through me liking this and, and having a passion for it, heck, I, I can have something like Joe Rogan's one day where I have my own studio. I have a name for myself and I really grow the meaning of a podcast and what that means. And, and when people think of a podcast, what face they can put to it. Yeah. A lot of people don't understand that those people took leaps and they, and they just stuck with it and they did it. Like, I love, I love using uh, Tom Brady as an example. Mm-hmm. I mean, just look at Tom Brady. The guy is just insane. Um, yeah. Just ultra successful. But this is a guy who, you know, I, and I'm not claiming that I've read all of his books and watched every Tom Brady interview. I haven't. But from what I understand, he was going into the NFL draft as this slow – uh, not very versatile quarterback, right? Um, and he was a backup, I think. Uh, yeah, he was, first year in the league. First year in the league. And I think, what, the guy in front of him got injured, and then he ended up coming in and doing really well? Yeah, exactly. But Tom Brady would have never gotten to that point if he, if he never started and, and stopped before then. He would have never had that chance to, to uh, come in for the injured quarterback. You know what I mean? And that's like, that's like, that's with anything. That's like with, act, like with acting, I, you know, I would have never been in God's not dead. If I didn't, if I had that mindset of like, oh man, I didn't get these, these parts or I'm not going to start, you know, there's just so much failure that comes with it or you're never going to be able to grow your podcast and who knows what's even to come in the future. You know, if, if you don't even just take that initial step and that leap of faith, and and at the end of the day, like, wh- why do something that you really don't want to do? I, I think I think that's also behind it. You know, we can say all these in- inspirational quotes and go over all that, but it when people ask me what it really comes down to, I'm like, dude, I just want to do what I want to do. <laughs> like, I just want to do what I love to do. I really don't want to do anything that I don't want to do. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, I got you. I'm when I'm with you, know you I, I, mean? I I can relate to what you're saying 100. percent yeah, I'm like, I would, I would rather like be, be on the streets climbing for something, you know, and I, Hey, I, I am 22 years old. I know there's people out there that can't say that, you know, that are struggling, right. but, but you know, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm just using an example. I would, I would, I was willing to take on the failure and the nose that were coming along with what I wanted to do. And the, right. you know, that's kind of what I'm trying to say. My main message at the end of the day, I'm not trying to be that realistic and statistical about that but right you know you have to you just have to be just you just gotta do what you want to do you know find what you want to do and go after it why not and with, you know and with that there's always going to be unknowns and uncertainties you have to embrace those and take that step forward by you know mm-hmm. going for it you know but also being smart about what you're doing yeah be, well yeah you gotta have a plan oh for sure yeah yeah we're not yeah. I, I don't want i don't want viewers and listeners to think that we're talking in la la land <laughs> no, <laughs> no, go after no. go after it it'll happen you know like that's that that's 
you know, you think we're saying you're kind of missing the point, you know, it's more so just about doing what you are passionate for, finding a plan. It may, hey, it's not guaranteed. Nothing's guaranteed. You know, we're not saying it's not guaranteed, but yeah. 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 I, I agree. I agree with you 100%. But Matt, uh, last question here, you know, as we uh, close the episode, uh, what are some of your upcoming projects and how can people find you? Yeah, so like uh, I, I'm doing a lot of the voiceover stuff. Um, when it looks like I'm not be working, you know, uh, I'm for the most part working, and that's a steady thing. Doing the voiceovers, there were a couple shows uh, that got put to a halt with COVID. Um, mm-hmm. The industry's been working to do those things for the past couple years now, um, which has been tough. So there's a couple shows that are that I'm meaning to film with here soon, but just haven't because of COVID. Um, and then, you know, like what we were saying, there's just so much opportunity to where as in literally I could get a call tomorrow and they're like, Hey, come down to universal studios and audition for this part. And then you get the part next week. So <laughs> that's the, that's the career I'm in. So, but for right that's now, you know, you can, me on social media at just my name Matt Anspa. Um, you know, I'm doing music, doing the whole acting thing. Uh, but besides that, I'm a big coffee lover, and oh, nice. you can probably find me in your coffee local coffee shop or just hanging out with my cat <laughs> <laughs> or just playing the guitar, you know. So, seems so, like a simple um, guy, folks. Chill guy, too. <laughs> I, I hope, I hope, I hope, as you know can't base everything around you know just just the work and and what you see that's that's you true. know totally totally well yeah. appreciate you sam hey man I'm, I'm happy i'm happy we can do this episode happy you can join man um but i wish you the best of 2022 right first one of 2022 yes sir nice honored honored yeah, love of, it of course I'm, I'm happy to be on but folks um anyway uh 2022 is gonna be a special year you know i'm feeling it 2020 we uh that we don't got to explain how 2021, you know, interesting year, of course, a lot of growth, a lot of unknowns in 2021. I felt like 2021 was a blur, it went by so fast, but you know, we're here now, we're in 2022, and we got to live in the present, we got to keep moving forward, you know, find what you're passionate for, be thankful for what you have in front of you. Um, but anyway, Sammy, I was here to give you more content, you know, I'm excited, it's going to grow uh, the podcast with more video content, look for a TikTok, look for a YouTube. And uh, even I'm, I may create my own little Instagram account for the show. Um, but uh, on Spotify, there's going to be a video version. So I'm not going to be posting a singular video or a separate video version from the audio version like I used to be doing. It's all going to be in one. That's going to be coming up soon. I just got to figure out some, some tech stuff with that. But uh, folks, God bless. Thank you. And Matt, uh, I'll see you around. Thank you, bro. Appreciate you. Best of luck rest of the year and stay healthy. All right. For sure. Later. All right, dog.